Yo, 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 what's poppin'? It's your girl Malia, and welcome back to Young and Opinionated. We're here. We made it to episode three. This whole episode is dedicated to relationships, friendships, platonic, romantic, however you want to do it. And we're going to cover a whole lot. I asked y'all on Instagram as well as my TikTok what you guys wanted to hear on this week's episode of Young and Opinionated, and you guys said relationships. Relationship advice, friendships, small circle, big circle, breakups, all that good stuff. So we're going to deep dive into that today. If you want to be a part of helping pick topics or writing in questions, make sure you're following me on Instagram, the Malia Elaine, and on TikTok at Malia Elaine. I just want to say thank you once again for the overwhelming support of last week's episode. I see us growing. I see myself learning a whole lot in this process and the support means a whole lot. I don't know if you guys could tell, but from episode one to episode two, hopefully you thought the sound quality got better and I hope to keep getting better and better every week, learning new things. And we're now on Apple Podcasts. Like I said, we're growing. We're growing, guys. Thanks for sticking with me. All right, I've had a few sips of my wine. Let's jump right into today's episode. We're going to start with relationships, um, romantic relationships, if you will. Boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, however you like it. Let's deep dive. I do want to give a background of my experience so maybe you can see where I'm coming from first, learn a little bit more about me, and then I'll give my opinion on certain situations. We honestly don't need to do a huge deep dive into my past, you feel me? So let's just say I've been a relationship girly all my life. My first relationship was around 15, 16. It was two years. I got cheated on. After that, I had a bunch of, not a bunch of, all right, let's pick our words wisely, Malia. Um, I had a few one month, two month, three month situationships. And then I had another relationship for about a year. I honestly don't remember. I have the worst memory in the world. But I want to say almost a year, maybe eight months, nine months, ten months. I really don't know. But after that first relationship, I only had one other very serious relationship. But I was always a relationship girly. I was always chasing that love story. I always wanted to find my person. I was never the girl trying to hook up to hook up I was never the girl just wanting to go on dates to spend a guy's money as much as I would like hype my girls up like yeah get your meal paid for when I was single that's not what I was doing if I was taking time out of my day to date someone I was very much like hopefully this turns into a relationship like I wanted to be in a relationship I didn't want to just be like hung on the edge like what are we you know now with all that said Being in a two-year relationship, having situationships, having another serious relationship, and now being in my long-term relationship that I'm in right now, I'm going on two years with my current boyfriend, Jamal. Shout out, Jamal. I'm in a very loving and healthy relationship. Anywho, let's get into my views on certain things in relationships, okay? So I will start by prefacing this. I truly believe, and something that's helped me through breakups, in relationships, all the above, is I really do think people, just this, this is just people in general. People in general are in your life for one of three things, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. 
They're either going to teach you something, they're going to get you through a phase in your life, or they're going to be in your life forever and this is someone you'll always have, you know? This can be a friend, this can be a relationship romantically, this can be anything, but that's how I try to think about things because I really try to live my life with no regrets. And so a lot of people will break up with someone or get broken up with and be like, oh my gosh, I regret that phase of my life. No, 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 no. Reflect on it. It was a reason, right? There, what did you learn from it? What did you come out learning? Um, or it was a season of your life. Can you imagine that era of you without that? What would have been? Da, 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 da. I don't know. Or hopefully you're reflecting and be like, dang, this is my lifetime person, you know? When... I've gone through toxic relationships, friendships in my life, or when I hear friends telling me, I just always try to bring back the, okay, what did that teach you so that you don't go into the next one doing the same things? And as long as we're growing and evolving with every phase in our life, I think that everything happens for a reason. Now, if you consistently backtrack, you might not be doing it right. You know, you might need to self-reflect and figure out what can I be doing differently. But with every past relationship I've been in, it has helped form and create the woman that I am now and how I am in relationships, how I value relationships, how I treat the other person in a relationship how I expect to be treated in a relationship and I just take everything as a learning lesson. So to get personal, which is what we do here on Young and Opinionated, um, one of my last relationships, I'm not here to spill any names or any tea like that, but just I think this is very common, especially for women. Um, From my experience, and I can only speak with my experience, is In a relationship, unless something's really wrong with with the men that I've dealt with, in my experience, men don't tend to bring up problems. They don't see it as that big of a deal. I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. But women will be like, oh, well, this bothers me and this bothers me and this bothers me. And the women are always the ones bringing things up to like talk about. And so I feel like We get to a point as women as like, I don't want to nag him or like, why doesn't he ever bring anything up with me? I feel like I'm always telling him this or da, 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 da. That's something that I had to learn within one of my most recent relationships because it was like I was feeling like I was always bringing something up and I didn't want to tear down somebody else because I still, if I'm spending time with you, I still see you as being a good human. I see you as being a good person. But like for our relationship to work, these are some of my expectations. These are some of the things I need. And in a healthy relationship, you should be able to say those things. Um, If something's bothering you, say it. That person can't read your mind. So you cannot get mad at that person later down the line when you're like, oh my gosh, I've been thinking in my head for eight months of how annoying this is, but you never voiced it. Voice it. Voice it again. Voice it maybe a third time and that might be the final time, you know? But make sure you're explaining yourself and not just frustrated out of nowhere with the other person not knowing what they can do better. I've had to learn how to speak up in relationships and in friendships, in business partnerships, in every aspect of my life. 
shoot, even some family stuff. It's like, okay, my feelings got hurt when you crossed this boundary. You know, it's just expressing yourself because I do think as women, we think that, oh, it's so simple and that he should get it, but there's a big difference on how women's brains function and how men's brains function. (laughs) And they don't always think the same thing as us. So if you've never voiced your opinion They don't really know what to go off of. So that's something that when I got with Jamal, my current boyfriend, um, I told him like, I am actually in this relationship right now. I'm getting very real and raw with you guys, okay? Um, It's the wine talking. But (laughs) I told him something that I need out of this relationship is a safe place to talk. Because in my past... When I bring things up to talk about, I've only ever been broken up with. So I felt like those talks just turned into breakups. I've never like held the power to be like, I'm done with you. I've always been broken up with and it's pretty much always been blindsided. You feel me? So when I told him, I was like, I need a safe place to come and talk to you. And let's have check-ins where I can express what might be bothering me you can express what might be bothering you we talk about how we can move on like move forward and help the other person in these ways like I just need a safe place because in my head it was every time we had to have a talk it was a breakup and I didn't want that because then it stopped me from speaking my mind hey it pissed me off when I was trying to talk to you and you were looking at your phone the whole time that shouldn't be a breakup moment you feel me Not that it was, but I'm just saying like that shouldn't be a breakup moment. That should be something that I should be able to come to you and sit down and be like, hey, if I'm talking to you, can you please put your phone down and him be like, you know what? Yeah, that is kind of rude. Let me give you my full attention or let me let you know like, hey, this is what I'm working on right now. Can we talk as soon as I'm done with this so that my feelings aren't getting hurt, feeling like I'm not heard. You feel me? Oh my God, I need to stop saying you feel me. Honestly, learning how to speak up and express myself is what has helped me so much in this relationship. I'm still growing. I'm still working through some of it. Sometimes I still get scared. Sometimes I still get emotional just with my past trauma of like, I hope this doesn't end in a breakup fight. I'm just bringing it up to hopefully better our relationship. I don't want this to be a fight. I just want this to be a talk. You know, like those worries, that anxiety still sits behind my heart before I go into that conversation. As far as the, I don't know how you would say it, maybe like cycle, as far as like a relationship, a breakup, a healing phase, and then a new relationship, that part, I'm still learning myself. I'm 22 years old, guys. This podcast is not professional advice, professional help in any way, shape, or form. It's a 22-year-old girl going at her own pace at life recording it, living out loud, and expressing her emotions and feelings. The feelings and thoughts that I've processed in my cycles of these things, breakups, I really try to focus on me. What can I do better in my next relationship? What is something I need to seek in that next relationship that I didn't get in this past one that was a reason this past one didn't work? Um... What makes me happy? I tend to do this thing, which is terrible. I don't recommend it. Terrible. But I'm the girl. I will admit my hand is raised. 
I'm the girl that when I get into a relationship, I kind of zone in on that relationship. And I've done so much better um, with my with my current relationship than I've ever in any past relationships um, about putting myself not first, but like, I, yeah, yeah, I put myself first. Um, that's not a bad thing. Putting yourself first in your relationship is not a bad thing. I put myself first. My happiness is still first. That other person's happiness is right there next to it. It's a very close second. And I honestly do still cherish and value that other person's feeling so, so deeply. But I do think that if you can't love yourself fully and prioritize yourself fully and know what that feeling feels like, it's hard to love somebody else. So you know what? I don't take that. Like I don't take that. How am I trying to say? I, I don't feel bad for saying that I put myself first. Because if I didn't, I wouldn't know how to love that other person the way that person needs to be loved and deserves to be loved. But in the past, I've put that other person before me and I would lose a lot of my hobbies and a lot of my passions and a lot of things I wanted to do to focus on what they wanted to do because they made me feel happy. Instead of me making my feel, making myself feel happy and then us having a happy time together, I was at times in my life, relying on that other person to make me happy. And that's not, that's not something I'd want to go back and do ever again. Never again will I give someone the power of making me happy. So when I was in those breakup phases, I would have to go to like, what makes me happy? And what, and like it's self-reflecting. Journaling has always been something that helped me. Honestly, journaling isn't something I do every day, but I do do when I'm processing a new emotion stepping into a new phase things like that stress I'll journal in those moments and I feel like a breakup is one of those moments where I journal and it's beneficial to me I'm like able to really sit in my thoughts and figure out why I'm feeling these ways and then healing I everyone heals in different ways so I'm not gonna spew any type of a device but I would just do things that made me really happy I took dance classes I worked out I journaled I did so many face masks so many face masks it was ridiculous I would get my nails done so that I felt pretty or took myself shopping every once in a while um not to say these are the right ways to heal but that's Mm. that's what I did okay and then when you finally are in that phase of entering a new relationship I just hope that you have reflected on that past one, what you can do better, because there's always ways to improve yourself. What can you do better? What things do you really need out of that partner? Um, This kind of brings me into love languages. Um, This is very quick. I could do a whole podcast on love languages, but I feel like based off of your past experiences is where your love language comes into play. If you have a relationship where that person is always um gifting okay we'll use gifting they're always giving you gifts always giving you gifts always giving you gifts and you never fully feel loved by them because that's not the way you want to receive your love is through gifts um sometimes you can be like blinded by the next relationship um until you fully find out what you need 
what your love language is because if you go from gifting to words of affirmation and the next person is basically like love bombing you which is telling you all these words of affirmation I love you you're so beautiful you're the person I need in my life you're amazing you're great you're fantabulous it's like oh my gosh I've never experienced this before oh my gosh this is this what love feels like you know but you just know where I was going with this but like you need to figure out what you benefit from what where do you where do you feel the most loved where do you feel the most loved not thinking about anyone else where do you feel the most loved for me it's physical touch it's not a sexual physical touch it's the sense of feeling wanted if we're in a busy space and you reach your hand back to make sure that I hold your hand oh I feel loved um If we're in a fight and you see that I'm really frustrated, but of course I want things to work and you just like put your hand on my thigh just to like reassure me. Oh, oh my gosh, you won, you know? Um, If you see that I'm really stressed, I'm on my computer and I'm like frustrated on something and you touch my back. It's like, okay, like that's where I feel loved. It's not actual like sexual things. I feel like everyone gets physical touch and like, sex mixed up it's it's not that um but if you're not someone who likes that and you really like acts of service and you're having a really bad week you're really stressed out and your gas tank is on empty and your man comes over and fills your tank it's like oh my gosh you know like everyone just has their own love language I don't know where I was going on with with all this I love talking about love languages but I don't know how I was trying to like seep this into relationships you guys like ask me for relationship advice without any situations without so I don't really know where I'm going with this but at the end of the day I'm just gonna say again I'm no expert I'm no counselor I don't know I'm just a 22 year old girl spewing my thoughts and emotions on the internet I don't know why this like scary place of the internet feels like a safe place but it does and I thank you guys for making it feel like that and that I feel supported even when I'm spewing out craziness and just letting all my thoughts ripple out into this microphone right now but yeah um basically what I would take away from that is never regret anyone or anything things happen for a reason a season or a lifetime really trying to find that reason what you learned from that last experience, what you can do better, what you need, learning to speak up for those needs. If someone doesn't know what you need, it's hard for them to fulfill that. Don't expect people to read your mind. Make sure after breakups, you take time to self-reflect, heal before you go into that new relationship and know how you like to be loved and announce that. Let that person know, hey, I value this. Let me know what you value so I can love you in the way you want to be loved and hopefully we both can love each other the way the other person wants to be loved because just because you want a certain thing doesn't mean you can apply that to the other person and if you love them enough, hopefully you will find a way to love them in the way they want to be loved. Those are my takeaways with Malia on relationships. Now on to friendships. Um, This honestly could be a whole episode in itself. In the last year, I have gone through a friendship breakup 
that I never saw coming with a friend I've had before I could talk and it hurt and it's taught me so much so so much and I'm grateful and thankful for the times we had I'm grateful and thankful for the times we are done with (laughs) and this could be a whole episode in itself but when it comes to friendships it just depends on who you are um I appreciate support in friendships. I appreciate similarities in friendships. And I appreciate memories in friendships. There's probably a whole lot more. I I appreciate truth in friendships. I appreciate love in friendships. I appreciate honesty in friendships. Um... Those are like my core values when it comes to friends, right? With that said, my circle is small. I'm not the girl who's going to have 20 bridesmaids next to me on my wedding day. I'm not. I'm going to have to call in a lot of people. And if I try to make my bridal party large, the section of people sitting at my wedding will be small. (laughs) Um, I'm what you call a low maintenance friend. Why don't you, okay? I've said this for a really long time. Um, My best friend my whole life up until a year ago uh, lived over an hour away. So it's not like I was seeing that person every day at high school, running errands with them every day. Um, We were both busy. We weren't FaceTiming every day. We weren't texting every day. That's why we called it a low maintenance friendship. But I also just realized it wasn't the friendship that was low maintenance. I'm just a low maintenance friend, period. I care about the people that are in my life. I really do from the bottom of my heart. And they know that. I hope they know that. I've shown them that they can know that. Um, My actions, you know, through actions. But I'm not the friend who's going to text you every day. I'm not the friend that's going to call you every day, but best believe you're going to hear from me every week. How are you doing? Because I do genuinely care about you, you know, but I value my alone time. So like if I need to run to Target, the grocery store, TJ Maxx, the mall, I'm not going to be the one to hit up my friend of, hey, do you want to run these errands with me? Because I like my alone time. It's peace for me to just run those errands by myself. Um, I'm not the friend who wants to go out every weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I, you know, like that's, I don't know from what college showed me. That's like what you do with your friends, you know, and that's just not what I want. So like, I call myself a low maintenance friend. I'm not going to text you every day. I love you every day, but I'm still going to check it up on you because I do care about you. I care about your mental health. I care about how you're doing. I care about how you feel, da 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 But you have to have friends that understand that, right? So um, you also have to make it known that you do care about that person. You can't just MIA people and think that like, oh, they're still going to be around when I need them. No, you can't just ghost someone, only text them when you need them. You still need to check in on those people if you actually care about them. But yeah, my circle's small. I don't trust a lot of people and I don't fully understand why I have had um friendship breakups 
with pretty much everyone I've ever called my best friend up until my most recent best friends. I don't know. I've been called fake from like freshman year because I hung out with different friends than my middle school best friend and then my middle school best friend felt betrayed because I was hanging out with high school friends that were in my homeroom class and so then me and her weren't friends and then at some point I made a best friend through cheer and because I hung out with other girls that were on the cheer team when she was busy I got kicked out of a quinceanera and it was a whole ordeal and it split up the whole team and it was literally like I think every girl has gone through their fair share of like friendship breakup breakups so it makes you kind of more I don't know it's hard to trust people like and I've also learned something that's helped my friendships a whole lot is because I'm a relationship girly my friends don't need to know every aspect that's going on in my relationship because I will tell you that will mess up your friend's perception of you because I hear it from other people and their friends and all this stuff. If you're always going to your best friend telling them how shitty of a partner you have. I'm not speaking for myself. I'm not, okay? But like if you're going to your best friend telling them, oh, my boyfriend did this, this, and this. And I can't believe you would do this, this, and this. And guess what he did? Girl, he cheated. He didn't. He didn't. Did this, this, and this, and this. And they're like, oh, you deserve better. They're only going to give you that speech so many times. If you keep going back to them, that friend is kind of writing you off every time you like go and vouch to them, you know? So I've learned to just kind of like bite my tongue. Not bite my tongue, but just not everyone needs to know everything. And I much rather have fun experiences and make memories and feel supported in my life decisions by my friend than go to my friends to complain. You feel me? I feel like on the other end of that is also like that friend who's always complaining about her boyfriend eventually will start to feel um, like betrayed by her girlfriend, her friends, because it's like, oh, they're always talking down on so-and-so. Like my boyfriend, they're always talking down on my boyfriend. They're always, she doesn't really support me in the words start to get twisted and all this stuff because you forget how you just dogged your boyfriend to me and then I told you you deserve better girl and then 24 hours later when you guys make up you're gonna be like oh well you told me I deserve better you don't you're not rooting for us oh lord oh my goodness girls are so much drama but yeah, I would just find a group of girls that have your same core values. Make sure, make, make sure the people in your circle have the same motivation and hustle as you. We don't all have to be going after the same thing. You can be going for, you want to be a nurse. So you're really grinding out in nursing school. You're grinding out in college. Someone else can be wanting to run for president. They're grinding. They're working towards that. Somebody else wants to be a small business owner period. Someone else wants to be a lawyer. Someone else wants to be an influencer. We're all grinding at what we want. We're all grinding. Make sure those people have that same motivation as you. If you want to be chilling, you are satisfied in where you are at life. Make sure your friends do that or else I feel like you start to get these other opinions on yourself. Make sure the people you surround yourself have the same core values as you. What's crazy, which I will do a whole episode on maybe, I don't know. Um, 
with friendship breakups that I've had, but that one that I was telling you that was like a lifetime was she thought there were so many similarities that it was like a copy and paste type thing where it wasn't. I actually value, not more than anything else, but I do value someone in the same space as me because I like to have things in common. And this is where I'm saying, like, make sure that your values equal up, you know? Um, I like having someone in the same space. So if I'm in college, I like to have friends that are in college. If I'm trying to be an influencer, you know, me right now, um, I'm going to like people in that same space because when I want to vent, when I want advice, I want someone who understands the space that I'm in. That goes for any part of my life. If I'm getting married, I feel like I would want friends who are like in relationships or like hoping to get married one day or getting married soon. Because when I come to you with these stories, I don't want you telling me your advice from the 19 year old single friend when I'm 28 trying to get married. You know, like, I don't know. I like people that have the same values, the same mindset as me. And in that friendship, um, because we had so many similarities, Um, it was more seen as competition instead of like we can support each other and take each other through this. So just make sure you're picking up on energy. Um, Don't write friends off too much. You know, if this bothers you and this bothers you and it keeps happening, it keeps happening, you've brought it up and it keeps bothering you and they keep like those subtle digs that girls do in friendships. I swear the reason friendships end. Girls will dig at each other like um, what is it called? Subtweeting. Like they will subtweet the hell out of each other instead of just saying what they're trying to say with a chest. And so I would just say, try to pick up on that and be like, is this the energy you want to surround yourself with? Make sure you're picking solid friends. I just want to give a quick shout out to my friend Marissa because she has been literally amazing. Like she is an amazing friend. This girl checks in on me. This girl supports my dreams of my future. This girl will make me laugh in my sad times. We will crack up together in our nights out. We will dance together. Neither one of us are the girl that's late to the party. We're going to be on time. We're both the girl that's going to hit the dance floor first. We're both the girl that, I don't know that wants to take shots like we have so many some similarities and it's like oh she was the friend I like never knew I needed and she was the friend that I met at junior college and I slid in her dms so to everybody in junior college saying it's so hard to make friends and build memories like they're there you have to find them there's hidden gems and my girl Marissa is one of them All right, so for my little takeaway segment of the friendship part of this podcast, make sure your friends have uh, similar goals and aspirations as you if that's what you need out of a friend. Um, Make sure you're getting the support you need, whatever your top criteria are. Make sure those are something that they understand and hopefully value the same way. Circle big, circle small, however you like them. Just make sure it's the right energy that you're surrounding yourself with, that you're happy at at the end of the day. Low maintenance, high maintenance. I don't care what type of friend you are. Um, Just make sure you have that talk and establish like, I care about you and this is the way I hope you feel you're cared about. 
I don't know how to explain it. It's come up between me and my friends of like, I tell them like, girl, I ain't going to be the one. I ain't going to be the one to text you every day. Good morning. How you doing? But they still know like I will check in on them. I want them to be able to come to me in times of need, times of happiness. Like you can come to me. I'm just not a texter. Okay, period, point blank, period. FaceTime me if we got something to say. We've officially made it to the write-in portion of Young and Opinionated. At the end of every episode, I have a write-in portion where if you're following me on Instagram at the Malia Elaine or on TikTok at Malia Elaine, you can write into every episode for advice, topic suggestions, questions, any of that. And at the end of every episode, I cover a few of the top questions, advice portions, whatever it is. Um, and let's go ahead and get into it. So I always, I always say this a million times per episode. I'm not a professional. I'm a 22 year old girl living life. And these are my thoughts in this moment. Hopefully I do grow. Hopefully I do see other sides. I swear I'm devil's advocate. Um, I like learning things. So don't take my word. This is where I am at in my life on these questions and these situations. Okay. So someone, oh, actually someone related to me has written in and they said, if I could do one thing over, what would it be? I don't really think about these questions. I'm looking at them right now as they come up, right? And something I've said I wish I could do over, even though I try to live life with no regrets, is taking the risk, honestly not caring about what my parents say, taking out the loans and going off to school. It's hard um, going to junior college. Um, You're not around supportive friends who are in the same boat as you. Um, My friends all went away to four-year universities dormed and everything where they were around other people in the same situation as them their roommates doing homework because their roommates chasing that degree um so it's it inspires you to do homework it you're making friends there's just so many things that go into it right and going to a junior college you go to school you get your education you leave it's a lot less opportunities to meet people um I really just wanted to, I really, I really, really, really wanted to dance in college. And I don't know why I thought it was like looked down upon to dance at a junior college. To this day, I wish I could go back and try out for my junior college team um, just to stay dancing. And like those are things I all thought you had to like go away to school to do. And so I wish I would have gone against what my parents, aka my dad said, of like just go to a junior college and transfer out which you know hindsight 2020 I don't have any student loans um I'm not in debt (laughs) I got my degree in four years I really shouldn't have any regrets um but my dad was worried that I was going to party more than I was going to study he thought me wanting to go away to college was for the social life and not the academic life well I ended up doing having a very great academic life going to junior college and then transferring to a four-year, which was 100% online because of COVID. So when I look back at my college life and tell my kids about my college experience, I don't have stories to tell. I really don't. I really, really don't. I went to a junior college and the second I transferred, COVID hit. And for the next two years, I was on online Zoom classes. And then luckily for me, I got a graduation date in person. 
So I wish I could change that first year and give myself like a dorm where I'd have a roommate, a friend, even if it was good or bad, I would just have stories to tell. Maybe even try to try to what's it called? Like be in a sorority rush. I don't know. That's something I always wanted for myself that I didn't wasn't able to make happen. So I would say that's something I wish I could do over. Um, next was advice on confidence. Honestly, it's taking me so long to get to this point. The way people's opinions mattered to me so heavily that it would stop me from doing things I absolutely 100% wanted to do to now doing things without asking for opinions, going at whatever I want to do and being so happy with the end result. My only advice on self-confidence is don't give a on what anybody else has to say it's not their life it is not their life you need to live your life the way you want to live it you shouldn't be asking anyone else's opinion on something you want to do go for it go for it go for it I say this because I was always letting other people's opinions change my trajectory um someone thought me doing youtube videos in middle school was lame and that i shouldn't do it in high school so then i stopped doing it in high school and now i'm at 22 years of life and i'm doing it again imagine where i would be at if i was at my 10th year in the youtube space but i let somebody else's opinions dictate what i was doing at 18, 19 years old, I still knew that I wanted to be doing YouTube. I loved watching it. I loved content creation. And at the time, one of my best friends had stepped into her YouTube content creator era and thought the space was only big enough for her and told me she kind of felt uncomfortable with me doing YouTube. Guess who stopped doing YouTube again? Because it was going to hurt someone else's feelings. Imagine how happy. Like if I've only been doing social media full time for a month. And I'm at the happiest point of my whole life. Just finally doing what I want to do. Imagine if I had been doing that for the last four years. Like oh, I get mad at myself for caring what other people thought. Since I've been on TikTok. I've been on TikTok since 2020. I've loved mukbangs. I've loved food reviews. I've loved try this, taste test this. If I would have just recorded myself with all my life experiences of trying new restaurants, trying new foods, trying new things and recorded it from when I first downloaded the app and not just the last three months, like where I could be. Because now that I'm finally doing the things that I want to be doing, 100% without anybody's opinions, I'm posting what I want to be posting. I'm doing what I want to be doing. My time is going towards things that I want. Things are falling into place for me and I feel really happy with the trajectory of where my life is going. But that all got put on pause because I thought about other people's opinions first. So like when it comes to self-confidence, all I can say is don't give a f- If you think you look good in that selfie, do not send it in the group chat post the selfie don't ask them which order don't ask them which edit don't ask them anything do we like no if you like it post it if you are in the dressing room trying on a mini skirt and you're like should I buy it should I not and you look in that mirror and you're happy with the way you look and the skirt makes you feel good buy it don't ask anybody else's opinion I honestly love doing get ready with me's get dressed with me's on tiktok um I had a partnership with pretty little thing um, in 2021 
and I was able to pick out a few items of clothing and I was always running these items by somebody not that they asked for it to be run by them but I was always like second guessing like my fashion style opinions I'm like oh I really like this two-piece set but I don't know like what do you think and if they said no I think this one's better I would get that other one and I literally like even with get ready with me on TikTok where I'll be like help me pick an outfit and everyone says outfit two even though I love outfit five I've had to just accept that you know what I will eventually wear outfit two that everyone else loved but in this moment for this event and how I'm feeling outfit five makes me feel the most confident I'm still going with outfit five thank you all for your opinions I'm glad we got ready together but at the end of the day you need to do what's good for you what you wanted to do I got a quick question right here that says how are you doing on your bad habits from your last episode in the last episode I said I really wanted to focus on keeping my room clean and the amount of cups in my room I have two takeaways from a week ago Um, the first one being I've done very good at unpacking my bags I told you the packed bags were stressing me out I came home I unpacked my bags from everything I've done this week immediately day of hour in the hour of me getting home I unpacked my bags proud of myself for that the amount of cups in my room at the moment one two three four five six there are six cups in my room that is that's not okay um three of them being semi-empty water bottles and one of them being a fully empty sweet tea um another one being my hydro flask which that one's allowed because you know hydrate and the other one being my wine glass um yeah still working on the empty cup situation and the final question is how did you end up wanting to be an influencer have you always wanted to be an influencer what brought you into the content creating space I love you on TikTok thank you so much I want to take this moment to just thank everyone like literally everyone um I know in today's world, it seems like everyone wants to be an influencer. Everyone wants to be a TikToker. Everyone wants to be a YouTuber. Everyone wants to be Instagram famous. I am living my 12-year-old dreams thanks to the support of every single one of you. At 12 years old, when I was trying on baby lips for YouTube videos... I didn't care who was watching. I was just happy to be recording and posting. And that's the exact same thing I feel right now. When I see a trend on TikTok and I'm scrolling, I want to try it for myself. Um, For example, one of the most current ones that's been like roaming the streets is uh, the ick challenge. Where you get somebody else and you say, my ick is, my ick is... If I wasn't actually exporting videos, content onto the internet, best believe I was going to try it regardless of who was going to see it, okay? And honestly, my thing is now is like, if you have a draft, post it. Just post it. You never know what could come from it. Because the videos that I've gone viral by are not the videos that I thought were going to go viral. Not the videos that I thought were going to help me build a following and I'm like you know what you can't think too hard you got to just do you, you know I might mess up I hope that the world will be forgiving 
if I ever mess up because I am a human that wants to grow. I genuinely want to grow. I've said that since episode one. I want to grow, but this cancel culture does stop a lot of people from being themselves because they're worried about the hate comments. They're worried about being canceled. They're worried about so many external factors. You just got to do it. I've wanted, I've enjoyed, how about that? I've enjoyed creating content since I was 12 years old. YouTube videos of what's in my purse, lip gloss collection, um, no mirror makeup challenge, no brush makeup challenge. Um, I'm trying to think of all the videos I recorded and posted in 2012. Uh, monthly favorites, um, playlists, um, iPhone case collection, what's on my iPhone. I was recording all those at 12 years old because I enjoyed watching them. So I wanted to film them for myself and express myself on the internet. That is exactly how I treat my content today. If I see a video and I like watching it, I will recreate it with my own thoughts, with my own perception, with my own views. Um, and that's, that's all I have to say. I don't think too hard anymore. Thinking too hard put me in a space that I wanted to not do things. I was always giving myself excuses. Now, I don't think I just do. I just do. And you guys have accepted me for just doing me and being authentic and genuine to who I am. And I can't thank you enough for that. Like, oh my God, I'm not going to cry on a podcast. But like literally, thank you for just accepting me for who I am. Because if I had to fake and put on a persona of being somebody else, I couldn't do it. I've been told by agencies, well, if you want to grow your platform, you need to create this type of content. This is what you need to be doing. And I said, no, that's not what I'm going to do because long term, I can't pretend to be somebody else. I won't be somebody else. They won't believe it. I need to just be me. And the second I just did me, you guys said like, oh, your content's really interesting or you're my comfort TikToker. I love your content. And that was inspiring enough. I just needed those two words like, you know, like those two comments. And I was like, this is what I need to be doing, period, period. I can't thank you guys enough. Um, if you want to content create, focus on your passions and find a way to create content with those. If your passion is makeup, if your content is fashion, if your content is food, if your content is lifestyle, if your content is relationships or kids, um, whatever it is, Record what you're passionate about and just go for it. Don't let anyone else's opinions get in the way. And I think that's where we're going to wrap things up today. Um, thank you so much for making it to the end of this podcast. I really do appreciate every single one of you listening. I've never as like as comfortable as I have been on the internet. I've never felt as comfortable as I do on this podcast. I don't fully understand why. Maybe because posting on Spotify and Apple Music, there's no comment section. I don't know. There's no like button. I don't, I really don't know why I feel so comfortable. I'm literally in my bed in fuzzy socks and a hoodie with a microphone and headphones in my laptop. And I feel like if no matter how I express myself, I'll be accepted or understanded or forgiven. And that's all I can want from the internet. That's all I could ask for 
is a place where I can express myself and grow and learn. So thank you for giving me that. Um, Make sure you're following me on Spotify or Apple Music to be able to see every week when I post. Um, Thursday evenings are my posting times. Um, Be looking forward to that. Again, shameless plug. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. In 2023, we're about to go absolutely dummy crazy. So stay tuned. Bye, guys.